Hello, I am here again. I cannot believe I'm actually recording the first episode of my podcast, Who the Hell Cares? Thank you to the ones that have subscribed already on whichever platform you're listening. I did share about the podcast on Tuesday on my newsletter, and hopefully you've also seen it in my stories this morning, and that's why you're here. I am dead excited to start this, but I'll be honest, I've not really thought about what I should talk about in this podcast, I mean on this episode. Um, I have this creator's block after launching it. I had so many ideas before and I did write them down, but then you just come, you grab the microphone and you're like, what am I thinking? But I'm going to crack on and I'm going to do it. My son is currently sleeping, husband isn't in the house, so I've got all the time in the world to talk to you and hopefully all the silence in the world. Um, I have been thinking actually to discuss the loss of identity that I had when uh, my son was born and for you to just um, have an idea of how it happened. It was obviously two years ago, he's two. And it was during uh, the global pandemic. So basically, I had a baby and I had to lock myself in the house, scared of freaking COVID. So, uh, I mean, postpartum is already difficult, isn't it? Now, imagine doing it during lockdown. I'm sure many of you can relate to this because I know many of you have had a baby during the same time. So, yeah, it's just bloody hard. And I think what happened was the fact that I couldn't see any friends, the fact that we couldn't go and visit family or even family coming over. Uh, I just kind of didn't know what to do with myself. And I was just a mum. I was a mum that was obviously not sleeping. I was a mum that initially was struggling breastfeeding. I was a mum that wanted to keep a house clean but couldn't because her son would cry every time she'd put him down. You know, I had all these pressures of just wanting to be the perfect mum, but also the perfect wife and the perfect housewife, that I literally forgot about taking care of myself. I think at the time, the only thing I actually did that you would consider self-care was go for a shower and just like properly take my time. Nothing else. I really forgot about the things I enjoyed doing. But it was also because I actually didn't even have time to think about. The world was a mess. I was glued to my TV, uh, looking at the statistics of COVID. It was freaking mad. And I went into a black hole. I kind of remember, I'm not saying I've not had depression. I, I wasn't in a low mood. But I remembered I was just going lower and lower and lower in my self-esteem and my self-love. Um, and that was intense. Uh, and for me to realize that at the time, it was just a miracle, I think. And I don't think it's something I actually told anyone or spoke to anyone about. So this might be news for a few. But in reality, it did happen. You know, I completely lost myself. So one day I just decided, right, I'm not doing this anymore. I just can't survive like this and I just need to do more for myself. And that was it. I kind of turned things around. I started working out at home. I subscribed to La Mills. I bought a freaking set, you know. I did things for me, for me to love myself again. I started listen to, listening to podcasts. Um, I started grabbing a book when I was breastfeeding because breastfeeding was one of the things that I really struggled with because I felt like I was stuck. And you're stuck there for hours, you know, especially when the cluster feeding. You're stuck there for freaking hours and you feel like you can't do anything else. 
But let me tell you, mom, if you are a mom or if you're a mom-to-be or even if you're single, but remember this when you are pregnant or when you're about to have a baby or when you have a baby in your arms, when you're breastfeeding, you actually should enjoy that time to do something as well. So I used to always have a book. I always had my phone next to me to probably watch a YouTube video or anything like that. I used to watch my favorite TV show. You know, yes, it is a moment to bond with the baby. And I think I had that pressure. I wanted to bond with the baby. But also, sometimes he was there for an hour. And I mean, I felt stuck. So breastfeeding was a moment that I really struggled with. And I felt like I was wasting time. And now I know this will sound bad and it's very hard to admit. Um, but I did struggle with, with moments where he just needed me all the time and I wanted to do something else that I know now it wasn't important, but I think at the time my mind was just destroyed. So it was really good once I got out of that mindset of like wanting to be the perfect mom and also the perfect wife and housewife and whatever. Uh, it was really good when I got out of that mindset and just kind of thought, you know, one thing at a time, you can actually enjoy and look after your baby at the same time. You just need to prioritize stuff and forget about the rest. And that is honestly something I have reminded myself every day now that I'm pregnant with this little girl and I know that I will struggle. Because I don't know if you're like me, but I can't have a messy house and I can't have a messy kitchen and that gives me freaking anxiety. So basically what would happen is if he was stuck on my breast or if he was crying all the time and wouldn't settle unless it was with me, I would get freaking frustrated because I had the kitchen to clean. I mean, I know this sounds stupid. I know it doesn't make any sense. And you're probably thinking, Jesus, what type of mom are you that are more worried about the kitchen than about your son? It wasn't that. It was just like the state of mind of having and wanting everything clean and tidy. Um, and I don't know. Literally nothing makes sense. But I struggled. So I was happy to get out of that and I kind of find myself again. I started posting more on Instagram. I started sharing our day-to-day -day on here, especially because I didn't have anything else to do. My husband would work long hours from morning to bedtime. So, you know, I was with my son basically 14 hours in a row on my own. And it was hard work. So once I found myself again, I decided this ain't going to happen again. And here we are now. And it brings me to this podcast and it brings me to the who the hell cares motto because I have honestly cared so much for so long about what people say about me, about what people think about me, about what people think of me posting on social media, about what people think of me doing new skin, about what people think of me for uh, opening a freaking Etsy shop. You know, I've just literally worried about being judged left, right and center and that stopped me so often of doing things that I enjoy and you know I am honestly a true believer that when an idea comes to your mind it means that it was meant for you it means that you should give it a go go for it try and see how it works so if I have an idea for a newsletter I'm going for it if I have an idea for a podcast I'm going for it and I won't think about the outcome I'm not thinking if this podcast is going to be successful I'm actually thinking about the journey and how nice it is to chat to a microphone when no one else is listening actually and how nice is it that I don't even have to get dressed or put makeup on because I don't have to film myself 
or no one has to see my face. All you have to do is listen to my voice. Honestly, this was the best idea ever. But what I mean is, don't worry about the outcome or like long term, just have fun with it and do it. And if you think that you don't have anything else to add, you don't have anything to share or you don't have any talent or people really don't want to listen from you, I honestly am telling you, there's always something for people to learn from you. That's why we chat with each other. That's why in a group of friends, we always learn a lot from each other. And it's the same with social media, if it's something that you want to do. Like there's so many people out there that I follow that went to uni with me. And I just see so much potential on things that they could share and teach other people and they're just not going for it and it's either because they don't feel comfortable being on camera or talking on stories and stuff like that little things that are stopping them and it's all because of probably lack of confidence but also the worry of what other people are going to say but why do we worry so much about that when those people don't actually pay our bills and some of them don't even talk to us um, on our day-to-day -day life. You know, it's very easy to judge and criticize and be a negative Nancy behind a phone, just typing away in comments. But if they see you face-to-face, -face, they won't tell you any of that. And also, from personal experience, most people actually will find that you are brave for doing stuff that they probably want to do and can't because reasons like these are stopping them. So, I mean, this, if you needed a sign to go and do something for you or to go and start that business or to go and start that new adventure or to go and start a freaking Instagram sharing your day-to-day -day life, this is your sign. Just go and freaking do it because who the hell freaking cares? Honestly, this is so true. I'm loving the name of this podcast, by the way, because I can use it in so, so, so many ways. But anyway, enough with the TED Talks. Can I just say how excited I am to have this baby girl? I've got everything ready. Hospital bags ready. There's a snacks bag ready as well. Ready to go, full of sweets and crisps and crackers, because honest to God, you do need all the energy you can have if you're allowed to eat. Um, but yeah, everything's packed, everything's ready, and the bump seems to have dropped a little, so I don't know how long I will have. Technically, she's only due end of the month, but anything can happen from now on because she's full term, so I am dead excited. I am full on on nesting mode, also because my mum is coming on Monday, my mum and dad, but my mum is like, you know, she has everything spotless at home and I just want to do the same for her and I just want to treat them as the king and the queen that they are. So I'm dead excited for them to come on Monday. They've not been here to the UK in such a long time and I'm just so freaking excited to see them and I do hope that this baby girl is born in time for them to meet that her because they actually are going a couple of days before her due date. So I hope she doesn't arrive late, you know. Come on, Matilda, you've got to, you've got to do some work here. She's got a lot of work to do, <laughs> but I do as well. I've honestly been doing everything I can. I've been doing freaking squats. I've been going for walks every day. I've started drinking raspberry leaf tea. I am cleaning my house like mud and going up and down 
on everything, literally like squatting every 10 minutes. I'm bouncing on that ball. I am listening to uh, labor induction meditations. I am listening to positive birth affirmations. I'm going all in, believe me, I'm going all in for this baby to arrive in time for my parents to meet her. I obviously never want to rush things. All I want is for her to arrive safely and uh, to be a healthy baby. But you know, my parents can't come to the UK for two weeks and not meet Matilda. That would be rude, Matilda. So <laughs> we've got some work to do together. I'm just that excited. And I can't wait to see Matthias with his little sister. Like people ask me if he understands, like he's two years old and I truly believe he understands what's going on. He asks to give a hug to his little sister and he comes to my bump, he asks to give a kiss and he does the same. We've got the Moses basket in the living room and he keeps saying it's his little sister's bed. Like he knows his things, he knows her name and he's just, uh, I think he's excited to meet her. He keeps saying he's going to play football with her, you know, it won't be in a long time. But I am excited that he actually is excited to play football with Matilda when she's here. I hope he just doesn't throw a ball to her head. He has done this before with my friend, my friend's little girl. Yeah, it wasn't nice. Can we also talk about how toddlers are so freaking quick at doing things, unexpected things? Because it's insane. Like the other day when they came to our house and we were all in the garden, all having fun. Matthias is playing football and suddenly he grabs the ball, he comes towards us and we are very innocent and we just thought, you know, he just wants to show us the ball and he just wants to play with us. And he just went to Leonor, who is one year old and she's tiny and she's cute and adorable and he literally threw, he threw that football to her head like it was nothing. And I just, I just, I felt so bad. I don't know about you if you have kids, but you kind of start thinking, oh my God, is my child wild? Is my child just mean? <laughs> what have I done for him to do this to her? Like, it, it came out of nowhere. Toddlers are freaking wild. And we are living the terrible twos. And I know some people don't agree with the terrible twos term, but I'm sorry, they are terrible and he's two, so they do make sense. And I know it's just his emotions and he's learning how to deal with his emotions, but to be honest, as parents, we also have to deal with our own emotions because I've always thought I was going to be patient and kind and gentle, but you lose your shit from time to time. And I wouldn't think I would swear on this podcast, but I think shit is a very nice word, but I do lose my shit a lot of the times, more than once a day, every day, you know, it's very difficult. So I think as parents, we also have to deal with a lot of new emotions and new feelings especially a lot of frustration and anger when things aren't working out. And it's so difficult to stay chilled when stuff happens. But I, I think I'm uh, diversing here. Um, is it diversing? Is that the word? I mean, you have to excuse me. You know I'm Portuguese, so bear with me in this podcast because sometimes I don't realize what I'm saying. I'm thinking in one language, talking in the other one. It's just a freaking mess in this brain. Um, but yeah, like toddlers are freaking wild. And I hope that he's gentle with his sister. That's my worry because Matthias is just mad. He's a boy. He jumps, he kicks, he, he, he's just wild. He's a kid. I've realized that he's just a kid and it's normal for every kid to be like this. And it's actually good that he's happy and wild and, and challenging us. 
but like I'm really concerned <laughs> that he might just grab something and throw at Matilda's face like a freaking dinosaur. We have so many dinosaurs in the lounge where the Moses basket is going to be. I don't know how I'm going to cope. Like, I'm a control freak, so I feel like this is going to be very, very hard. But I've got to trust him. And I think he's also very kind. He's a very kind boy and loving. So I think, hopefully, he's going to be a best buddy to his little sister. Maybe he will calm down a little bit and he will be a bit more quiet. Who knows? Or maybe he will wake her up every five minutes from her naps. You know, I'm worried about that as well. When do we get some sleep? when we have two kids. If you have the answer to this, please let me know because I'm starting to wonder when will I catch up on sleep. So I have decided, I mean, from weeks ago that I am not getting up uh, during the night and my husband has been taking charge. Um, I don't think he loves that, but it's working for me because I'm having a lovely night's sleep every time. I mean, I do wake up, but I just stay there and wait for things to get fixed. And that's it, you know, anyway. I am really just rambling now. I think I'm going to stop here. I'm not quite sure what I spoke about already. And I just hope it was somehow interesting or entertaining at least or relatable. That's at least if I achieved one of those, I am very happy. Um, let me know if you've enjoyed this podcast by rating it. Give it a five star. Subscribe if you haven't already. And if you don't follow me on Instagram, just go to the Mermisaurus and follow me on there. I have a newsletter that I will be launching every Thursday. I mean, every other Thursday, maybe. I still don't know. It's going to be a newsletter, maybe a couple times a month. Um, so the links are there as well. So if you're interested in any of that and in seeing what goes on behind the scenes um, and are just random day-to-day -day life during this crazy maternity leave, just go and follow me on Instagram. I'd love to see you there and we can chat um, and have a laugh together. So yeah, I hopefully will see you there and I will see you next Friday with maybe a little bit more organized and interesting podcast episode. See you soon.